0: This is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. To horror queers. We're talking beaver jokes. We're talking animatronics. And we're talking penis carnage. I'm Joe. And I'm Trace, and we're talking Zombieavers.
1: Oh my god. Zombieavers. <laughs>
0: zombieavers. I don't know if that's how it goes, but <laughs> we're talking zombieavers, everybody. I was so tempted to be like, we should just end this episode with a five minute rendition of you singing the Zombieverse song since you you sent me all of the lyrics. No, because I, I looked it up because I wanted to see what they were. And I was like, because I, I, I,
1: I've seen this movie. This is probably the fifth time that I've seen this movie. And I always forget that it ends with like this fucking... Uh, Frank, Sinatra uh, yes, Frank Sinatra bullshit <laughs> song. It's amazing. <laughs>
0: this movie is filled with surprises I
1: hey I am shocked I, I did not expect you to like this movie and when you messaged me saying it was
0: extremely fun I was just, I, my jaw hit the floor I was like oh my god yay See, I don't understand why you would have thought that I wouldn't like it, considering I have talked nonstop about my enthusiasm for Black Sheep, which is the exact same sense of humor as this.
1: I know, but Black Sheep is also uh, New Zealand, whereas this is hardcore American, and so we okay. talked about how you don't love, like, the broad American humor that much, and so I was just like, I, it was walking a fine line for me, where I was like, I don't know if you're going to like this or not, but I hope you do, but I, I'm I'm, I'm going to tell you you won't, so maybe you'll, like, try to like it more. <laughs> You were trying to, like, psychologize me from afar. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, so, um, everyone, we are uh, discussing this the day before my 31st birthday. Mm -hmm, 35, so old. 35. first one birthday. foot in the ground <laughs> might as well just call it a day i'm officially in my 30s now because when you're actually 30 it doesn't count oh is that how it works yes yeah, <laughs> that's <how> it works <laughs> no but um, so this is my birthday pick so as yes. you remember a couple weeks ago joe picked hellraiser bloodline for his quote-unquote terrible birthday pick that was secretly not that terrible mm-hmm.
0: and this is your equivalency
1: yes which and y'all, I say this without a hint of irony, I think Zombieavers is a legitimately great movie. It is so much fun, it knows exactly what it is, and if you haven't seen it, it's streaming for free on Amazon Prime, and it's
0: only 77 minutes long. Yeah, and like, hand to heart, honest to God, this is a movie that does know exactly what it is, it leans into it, and if it's your kind of thing, it's an absolute riot. And
1: there's actually queer content in this movie, which I completely forgot about.
0: Yeah, on the spreadsheet, it literally says under the queer content section, none but so funny or so campy. And then I'm watching it, and there's a bunch of different times where I'm just writing down like mm, lesbians. Mm, it's <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. And
1: what's funny is even the, the the gay jokes in the movie, which is mostly between um, cameoing John Mayer and Bill Burr. Oh, weird, so weird. But it's not like gay panic homophobic jokes. It's like. I mean, it is a joke, but Mm -hmm. like it's, I, I think it's handled very well given, I mean, again, given the movie we're
0: watching. Yes, it's in keeping with the tone of this film. And you're right, it's not as though it's an icky, gay panic joke. It's more like. Like a you might be a redneck if kind of joke?
1: Yeah, kind of. I mean, this movie kind of makes fun of everyone, but it also does a pretty good job at subverting expectations in other areas where you're like, oh, you expect it to like go this way with the humor, but then it does the opposite. And it's like, oh, I
0: did not expect this from you zombievers hmm No, it's so much more clever than I was willing to give it credit for. Even into the first couple of minutes, I thought, oh dear, I'm not mm-hmm. really sure about this. <laughs> By the end of it, I was 100% on board with what this movie is serving up. And I love, not to spoil anything, but I love how it all shakes up.
1: Absolutely. I mean, even down to the final girl trope that it subverts. Like, it mm-hmm. is kind of insane and then even like what because okay this is a movie where you're like this is a one joke movie there is yes. nothing that's going to be on, oh it's zombie beavers it's going to be old after like 10 minutes Yeah, and i i get that your mileage may vary because when we get into the reception of the film like that absolutely is a criticism that was lobbied against it doesn't really fall in that category for me this is a movie that works and it evolves well enough to keep kind of to keep you on your toes and mm-hmm. because of that blessed 77 minute runtime
0: yeah, it, it doesn't overstay the welcome. It knows when to get out. <laughs> I I will confess, I think this probably could be a few minutes longer because mm-hmm. there is some stuff that happens in the third act that feels almost a little hasty. I'm gonna attribute that to the
1: budget, which I don't know yeah. what the budget is for this movie, but on it, I know it's small. I know it's like a I don't know if it's a micro budget or it's just like a very small budget, but the practical effects in this movie. Look, I mean, at least the gore effects look really mm-hmm. good. The, the beavers obviously look like little puppets, but that's by design.
0: Oh, yeah. The beavers look like hot garbage, and that's part of the charm.
1: <laughs> there's a shot when it's, like, the dark, out; it's, like, night outside, and there's just the cabin, you see all the beavers, like, just surrounding the cabin, just, like, looking up, and they're just, like, thwacking their tails on the ground, and it is mm-hmm. just, like, I just, I want a frame of that shot <laughs> in my bedroom. <laughs> so... Okay, so you enjoyed this movie. So okay. so before we go into the plot, uh, we'll just kind of go through some basic shit as per usual. So this was your first time seeing it. Did you, Do you remember when the wave of this movie came about? Because this is one of those movies where it kind of became a viral sensation, but then it didn't do anything when it actually came out. Right.
0: So I'm not going to lie. It reminds me a little bit about kind of the hysteria that came out last year when the Velocipaster. came started to leak images and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I remember people saying, I can't believe there's a movie called Zombievers. This sounds so fucking stupid. Who makes garbage like this? Oh my God, it's just going to be another B movie. And I remember the the promotional images really leaning into that and then i had no idea it had even come out yeah that's i mean that's pretty much what it was
1: um this movie like even internationally um i i have the list uh all okay, right so first of all this movie was filmed i think in 2013 and it was basically in 2014 early 2014 they released a trailer for it early february 2014 and it went viral um mm. basically in it it got over a million views in less than a week wow okay yeah i mean for fucking beavers. now do have a million people
0: seen this movie i no. would wager not
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean this is a film that literally sells itself on the title it's so yeah. ridiculous and it knows it but that's one of the selling features right if you're trying to get people to talk about and pay attention to your film you name it something stupid like zombievers well and there are
1: ways that like Self-aware, oh, we know we're being stupid, cannot be funny. I mm-hmm. just watched both Jay and Silent Bob movies this week. Oh, and I will tell you that while sometimes they're funny, sometimes the self-awareness is fucking obnoxious. So that, at least for me, this movie pulls it off with aplomb. Is pretty, I mean, it's pretty great.
0: Well, actually, to build on that, I do... <laughs> I feel like I kind of owe you a little bit of an apology, because I remember all throughout the eight weeks of camp last summer, you kept making reference to films that are campy and they know it. And a lot of the films that we were talking about were campy, but they, they did not know it. And you kept kind of attributing it to those films. And I just kept thinking, I don't think Trace understands this concept of camp. And then we got to hear with Zombievers. So uh, through our entire
1: eight-week camp marathon, you didn't think I understood camp?
0: <laughs> no, I think you understood it. It was just this one specific definition that you kept bringing up. Like There are so few films that know that they are right. campy. And actually then manage to pull it off. Because I think you end up with a lot more Jay and Silent Bob style. Right. They deliberately set out to be a camp classic or overtly campy. And then they fail because they're too wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Whereas this somehow hits the sweet spot. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. I, well, your apology is fucking accepted. Well,
0: happy birthday, baby. (laughs) Yay, the best (laughs) birthday present I could have ever gotten. You know how hard it is to get an apology out of me. So no, absolutely. I mean, you're real <laughs> fucking stubborn because you're old. I'm a huge cunt, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so, yes, this movie premiered at Tribeca. Oh. Uh, do... <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, bold choice on Beavers, bold choice. World premiere April 19th, 2014 at Tribeca. So, when they were trying to get this made... Uh, The director, Jordan Rubin, uh, who many, many, some people may know. (laughs) (laughs) At least one million people. He did a movie this year, uh, last year, called The Drone with Alex Esso, which is about, you guessed it, a killer drone. And unlike this movie, I mean, it does know it's stupid, but it doesn't lean into the stupidity enough to, like, to where yeah. it really works like that That movie was a step down he also directed um all i want to say eight episodes which and by episodes i mean like eight minute webisodes
0: of mm. critters
1: a new binge for shutter oh, okay which i have not seen but i've heard it's really bad
0: yeah critters is another one of those where i think some people really love it because of the low budget effects and just how endearing that is I haven't seen the Shutter series, but I did see the big screen version that came out last summer and did the mm-hmm. festival circuit, and it is also awful.
1: But, but have you seen the original four? I have not, in okay. the defense of the originals. Okay, the first two are legitimately great movies. I have a soft spot for three with Leonardo DiCaprio because it was the first one I saw, and it was on UPN all the time, and so I like watched it. Like, it doesn't really hold up now. No, I'm sure.
0: But your fond memories
1: carry it through, right? Right, but one and two are legitimately great. Um, Four has Angela Bassett and Brad Dorif and
0: is set <sighs> in space. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. What are we doing with our lives that we're not watching that right now? Bitch, I, I have the fucking Scream Factory box set,
1: so I don't know what you're doing with your life. <laughs> Anyways,
0: Clearly not shelling out for the Critters
1: franchise. Add Critters to your bucket list. So... Okay. okay, when Ruben was trying to, like, basically pitch this movie, he put together a proof-of-concept trailer compiled from footage from various horror movies, BBC nature shows, and social media outlets, and presented the trailer to Bender Spink and Amory Films.
0: Don't know what
1: that is. Don't know what that means. I think I remember the nature documentary stuff. Well, so basically, they were like, that's cool, that's a cool idea. So they agreed to finance the film, and then the film went into pre-production. And I I guess they filmed it and then released the trailer that went viral. But what really set this movie off was... So the trailer went viral. It was like late February 2014. That was the year that movies like American Hustle and Gravity and Her were all nominated for Oscars. And so they ran this viral marketing campaign for Zombievers that took the posters for those three movies and inserted a Zombiever into the poster. (laughs) And put quotes on it that were like... Garbage movie, says YouTube critic, like blah, 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 like all this shit. And it was really fucking funny. But then, like, the movie doesn't come out, like, it doesn't get released in the States until March 20th, 2015. Oh, ooh. so that, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, not wise. A year apparently, it was released in Austria in late 2014. <laughs> Like, there's a lot of question marks that I have around some of these decisions. I, I don't know. I don't know what was happening with this movie. Because this is a movie that I feel like a lot of horror fans, even casual horror fans, would just watch and love. I mean, it, it, smoke a
0: bowl and watch this movie.
1: Like, it doesn't even, right. like,
0: whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, my my kingdom for an edible while I was watching this movie. The yes. glass of wine was not enough. No, no,
1: no, no 100%. So, so, okay. Yes. March 20, 2015, it got a very limited release into 11 theaters. Uh opened number sixty-six <laughs> oh. uh, with eight thousand one hundred and sixty-three dollars and went on to gross um almost fifteen thousand domestically. But hmm. it grossed forty thousand dollars internationally in Austria, Lebanon, and Spain. Huh. Okay. That is it. Um, so we're looking at a worldwide gross of
0: $54,985. So this might be the most low budget film we have ever covered on this podcast. Or
1: at least the lowest grossing film. I mean, maybe Stage Fright was
0: lower. I don't remember. No, I think that even made more money than this. Or maybe All Cheerleaders Die. Any of the ones that went VOD directly, obviously, (sighs) are going to make less money. For sure. Um, but...
1: Anyway, so that, how was that? So I th- I think, though, that it, the fact that it came to VOD and limited theaters in March, like, over a year after, like, the trailers and stuff went viral, mm-hmm. that's your death knell right there.
0: Yeah, it needed to be out the next month. Like, they needed to have those Oscar campaign pictures out in February, March, and then have the movie dropping on VOD in April.
1: Well, or, I mean, if the fucking movie's coming out the next March, then do another
0: Oscar poster campaign for 2015 movies. I don't, I don't get it. But, uh. Yeah. I mean, these things do still cost money, even though, even if they're just being distributed on the internet. So yeah. it's possible that these guys had just dried up all of those funds. I mean, it's possible.
1: I mean, and again, it's streaming for free on Amazon Prime. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. So Reception is... Mostly positive, to be honest. Um, Rotten Tomatoes were looking at a 69% from about 32 reviews. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I was like, that's appropriate. Um, But uh, average score of 5.7 out of 10. Whereas with Letterboxd users, we're looking at an average score of 4.6 out of 10. So that Mm. was a bit shocking to me. But I really think that people just aren't giving this a chance or they're rating it without watching it. Oh, entirely possible. Yeah. So before we jump into the plot, I mean, honestly, there's no one really famous in this movie that, I mean, I would consider famous, although unless you know Hutch Dano, who
0: is from a TV show called Zeke and Luther, which was a Disney show. Yeah, and in case you're wondering, because you're like me, he's not related to Paul Dano. No, 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 no. he's, he's <laughs> also much more attractive than Paul Dano, but... Uh, this is a low <laughs> bar to clear.
1: Uh, but what I didn't get was this, though, the kid that plays Tommy, like the, the kind of jockish guy, he mm-hmm. is the lead hate crimer in It Chapter Two, in the first scene. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. He's also in um, It Follows. He's the guy that, like, the first guy that, like, gives it to Ma- Micah Monroe.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of notable. That's notable. He. <laughs> so, basically, he shows up to open a horror film. Basically, yeah. He, he he makes it pretty far along in this one, but he's the I mean, spoiler,
1: alert, the first one to die. And then yeah, this is a crew where it's like they're all buddies. They are clearly all buddies because yeah. most of these people have worked on this and The Drone and Critters a New Bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say the cinematographer Jonathan
0: Hall did direct, uh, did do, shoot GBF, which I love as we you're all right, know. Yeah. Go back and listen to our Jawbreaker episode if you have no idea what we're talking about. And if you
1: didn't listen to that, I don't even know
0: what to tell you. Who are you even if you didn't listen to the Jawbreaker episode?
1: Right? That was a really good downloaded episode for us. So yeah, okay, well let's get this birthday bash started with talking about Zombievers. Zombievers. Oh, you you did like the dip really well. I can't do the dip.
0: Uh, you know, I've been working on it all week. That's good. I listened to it before we started recording. <laughs> oh, okay then. <laughs> all right. We open on a pair of idiots. They are delivering <laughs> canisters for a medical research facility. So yes, we have Joseph, who is played by Bill Burr, and he tells Luke, who is played by John Mayer, who, not going to lie, I would not have recognized him had nope. you not mentioned it, despite the fact that he's obviously just John Mayer wearing a Dollar Tree... Mustache.
1: Admittedly, I don't really know a lot of his music. I just know that he dated Katy Perry and that he referred to his penis as a white supremacist.
0: Okay. There's just so much yeah. to touch on there. <laughs> He's broke on there. Yeah. He is problematic. He's gross. He's actually dated a bunch of famous women. Yeah. I because that song Your Body is a Wonderland is about Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's the one. That that's his
1: like one big hit. And I am I'm, I'm sure he's at other hits. Sorry. Don't come after me with pitchforks case. But
0: I'm sure Remember that Trace is having a birthday, but also he doesn't know music.
1: No. Um, I did write down the name of the medical facility, which Oh, I thank did... you. Okay. I, I well I thought it was gonna be a joke, but I didn't get it. But maybe it is. Um it's Mamoroneck Neck Medical Facility. I was like Okay, so maybe it's trying to play Mm. off of
0: memories. Maybe. I mean, wouldn't be surprising, given the nature of some of the other jokes, but (laughs) no. (laughs) My my daughter's a real fucking bitch, too. (laughs) (laughs) I've got that in there. (laughs) Okay, so go ahead. So these two idiots are driving down the road, and Joseph is telling Luke about how easy it actually is to date a man, because he did it once, and the worst part were the whiskers, apparently.
1: Okay, so... I'm watching this, and I'm like... Because again, when it first happens, I dated a guy once. And you're like, oh, God. Yeah, here we like, go. Where is this going? So I, I wrote down like kind of a, a spark notes. He goes, you know, I dated a guy once. And uh, J- John Mayer's like, oh, well, tell me all about it. But it's like, not making fun of him. It's like, oh, no. like, tell me all about it as yeah. your friend. And it's like, good for you, movie. He goes, well, there's not a lot to tell. It's one of the easiest weeks of my life. Except the sex. You know, it's not the dick. It's the whiskers, man. It just creeps you out. But you know what? easiest week. We just agreed on everything. So maybe that homophobic, a little sexist, but sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the punchline here is definitely that if you date a woman, you're just going to spend all your time disagreeing. And it's a little bit like, yeah, the there is sex, like the, it could have taken it in a very different direction about like, oh, I couldn't do anal or something like that. So it's a bit amusing to say the whiskers as opposed to
1: I I mean again it's a baby step but I appreciate that the, the sucking the dick wasn't bad like that, that's not the problem
0: <laughs> I just love that we have back to back birthday pics that have casually talking about dating an unconventional partner. Dating a queer person, we'll say. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, I know. I agree. I mean, I, also, two
1: movies that neither of us thought had any explicit queer content, but here we are. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, gays are taking over the world. Where's <laughs> taking over the world? I don't yeah. think director Jordan Rubin is gay. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Also, Jordan Rubin, who is the director and one of the three writers, um, the other two writers, John and Al Kaplan, are also the composers of the music in this film.
0: I mean, it's all hands on deck when you're making a low-budget feature. The music is kind of goofy, but we'll get into that with the main title sequence. Yes, yes, yeah. So after Joseph tells Luke this, Luke then proceeds to lament that he's no longer allowed to take a shit in his buddy's bathroom. So that kind of gives you the one-two punch. It's going to be sex jokes, and it's going to be, like, fart and poop jokes. Which is correct. Yeah, yeah. So if you can get through this scene, you kind of know what to expect, except it actually gets a lot funnier. It, well, because the girls come in. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so they then proceed to text and drive, and they run over a deer, which, of course, loosens a barrel.
1: <laughs> run over a deer might be a bit of a generous term. They explode this deer. And are completely nonplussed by the <laughs> fact that they have done so. I mean, it's obvious humor. John Mayer gets out. He looks at it. It's like guts spilling off the front of this truck. And then he gets back in and he goes, I don't think he's going to make it. Like, yeah. it's so dumb and it's so obvious. But
0: man, goddamn, if I didn't giggle my ass off. Because there there isn't even a body left no. over. It's just a pile of goo on the, mm. uh, the front fender there. I mean, that's where the budget went. The budget went to the fucking gore effects in this movie. Which I applaud. If you're going to spend your money on something and you're going to do practical effects, then throw some money at it because there's nothing worse than really bad practical effects. So because they have hit this deer, they have knocked a barrel of something. I think we're meant to assume it's some kind of toxic medical facility waste. No, it's beaver urine. It's green beaver urine.
1: (laughs) Sure. (laughs) No, I... I, Yeah, I, I... Hey, have you ever... You might probably... You won't know this, but there was an animated movie that came out in the 90s called Once Upon a Forest. And it was basically... It was a... At the time, I didn't know this, but it but looking back, it totally was. It's like this big environmentalist film where mm-hmm. this 18 wheeler like runs over a glass bottle and then it like gets in a car wreck and all this poison gas goes into the forest and it like right. kills all the animals and blah blah blah. This is what that reminded me of.
0: I mean, even things like Toxic Adventure, Alligator, like all of these kinds of films Ooh, that yeah. play off the idea of big city idiots not minding their way flushing things down toilets throwing things away that shouldn't be put into landfills and of course it causes some kind of genetic mutation that then proceeds to bite them in the ass i mean this is a deep
1: film you know it's giving a very good message on pollution
0: it's really yeah like it's drawing on the cinematic history of environmentalism (laughs) so deep Uh, but then we follow this barrel Yeah, so the barrel falls into the river, and it proceeds to float downstream, and we get a delightful animated credit sequence. It's full-on Scooby-Doo. Like, we're following Uh, these these cartoon
1: teenagers, or maybe college students, I think? I think college, yeah. Yeah, we'll say college. As... They're running around and there's beavers, but it's like, it's intercut with the actual like live footage of the barrel. And I'm like, again, not something you would expect from this movie. And I'm going to keep saying that, but it was just, it, it's a real feast for the eyes.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it just goes that extra step further than they probably needed to. They could have just not paid for an animated sequence and just had title cards go across like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's more effort than needed to be put in, and I appreciate that.
1: I did watch this with the subtitles on as well, and uh, I will say that at this point it says beavers cooing when the barrel gets to the beavers, um, and from this <laughs> after this point it, they are always referred to as zombie whenever they're making their rawr, rawr oh my sounds. God.
0: I love that there is a man credited for making that zombie beaver <laughs> sound on the IMDb page. The zombie beaver sounds are so adorable. I mean, adorable is not the term I would use, but it's (laughs) it's kind of aggressive barking. It's something. It's something. So yeah, so this, uh, this barrel eventually hits a beaver dam and it springs a leak. And then we get the title card, Zombivas. And then we cut to our main characters. So we have Jen, played by Lexi Atkins. And she is in the toilet at a rest stop where she is repairing her makeup. And it's because she is exchanging texts with someone named Sam, who will later be played by Hutch Dano. Full name, Hutchings Royal Dano, by the way. Oh my, oh my god. She
1: royalty, literally. So I actually (laughs) do think that Jim,
0: uh, uh, Lexi Atkins, is probably
1: the weakest actor in this film.
0: Oh yeah, she sucks. Uh, Not great. But that's fine, because she's our main character, right? Yes.
1: Now, here's the thing. In any other movie, like, this fucking My Boyfriend Cheated On Me drama, yeah, even with care? the re- reveal that comes on later, I would not care. And yeah. I don't really care in this movie, but it captivates me more than, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of another movie where it's, like, some stupid boyfriend drama, you know? I mean, it works enough to keep you invested in this film.
0: Uh, I was thinking of the Friday the 13th remake. Ooh, yes. See? This is better than that. Yes. And I think part of it, too, is that because here they're actually using it as a distraction to make you think that Jen is our main character. And spoiler alert, she actually is not. Yeah, (laughs) which is great because you think because she's the boring main girl who's been cheated on, you think it's going to be her and Sam spending the movie getting back together and surviving the zombiever apocalypse. Oh, this
1: movie has no sympathy for either one of those people. No, no, it does not. Well, and so we have Mary, who's like a Sophia Bush clone yeah yeah but with but with glasses yeah glasses and no ponytail but she's still a geek but the
0: mvp of this film for me is zoe played by of course it is courtney palm (laughs) 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 the minute that courtney palm as zoe shows up in this movie it's like clocked it this is why trace loves this movie because she's a bitch do did you like her character from the get-go or did you take time or did you never like her at all I liked her the when they get to the cottage, this introductory scene with the three girls and the driving and the no text, no boys. What's with this music? Yeah, I didn't love it. Although I did warm to Zoe when, so she's, she's, the type of girl who has a little dog and the dog is cute but also (laughs) annoying because she cares about it far too much. But then there's a point where I can't remember the context, but she's looking at her phone and you just see that she's looking at pictures of a six inch dick. Dick. (laughs) And they
1: actually show the dick And they show the dick. So good on them. I mean, granted, there are boobs in this movie, but that we even get screenshots of penises. I'm like, again, good for you movie. Yeah, what is this? Premium HBO
0: slash stars? It was it's very it's unexpected.
1: Equal opportunity in its nudity, in its mm-hmm. takedowns
0: of both sexes, and yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. So when I when I saw the dick pics, I thought to myself, oh, we got something special going on, you and I, some beavers. <laughs> and there's probably only an hour of movie left. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, we're already into the home stretch. <laughs> we're ten minutes into the movie and it's also already almost done. <laughs> yep. Okay, so these three are introduced as friends, they're all taking a break from their boyfriends and their cell phones, and they are staying at Mary's cottage. But of course, we have to make sure that we're still addressing the zombie beavers in the room, so as they're driving, we see a teen boy who is fishing, and wearing a hat that says, Number One Dad. Oh, okay. He's a teenager with that a hat, hat that says "Number One Dad," which means he's either stolen it or it comes he comes to is... play later. And I was yeah. like, "Wait,
1: who was wearing that hat?" I didn't realize it was the kid. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, it's a blink and you'll miss it, but I love to think of the fact that there's a suggestion that this teenager is out fishing because he is a teen dad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then you get the great like. Oh, like the beaver takes away his fishing pole and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. the
0: beaver attacks him and you get a POV shot of the beaver and like the close up
1: on his face. And it's like, rar Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of zombie beaver POV shots in this movie and I was here for it. Oh, 100%. It it feels like an 80s, almost like alligator. It's like like that 80s creature feature. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what this is. This is a B grade creature feature that knows its exact limits and sticks within them. Which is,
1: yep. Yeah, it's admirable. I'm, I'm going to stop saying it's admirable and respectable because I keep saying it, but okay. y'all, y'all get my gist.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so some sample choice dialogue. We're going to do this a lot throughout this episode. Yeah. They arrive at the cottage and Zoe complains that her butt hurts. So Mary says, yeah, thanks to your boyfriend. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, anal. Well, uh,
1: also... It's, it's tricky because we discussed this before that, um you know, with female friends in movies, a lot of times it seems like the friends don't actually like each other. And the beginning scene does kind of, it's like, why are these girls even friends? Or specifically Zoe. Mary and Jen, mm-hmm. like, they seem like they're into each other. But it's like, why are they friends with Zoe? And it gets better as it goes on. Mm-hmm. But I do detect a genuine, like, affection between all three of them
0: there's definitely a good camaraderie like the banter feels authentic i don't know whether or not they had an opportunity to rehearse it or actually spend time together before they shot but you do get the impression that these girls know each other there is a sense that the friendship is stronger between mary and jen and like maybe zoe is the girl that they were friends with back in college and they've kind of kept in touch but they're not always sure why
1: I don't. Yeah, that's that's
0: pretty much it. But you are prime for Zoe to like die first. You are prime for that. A hundred percent. You're like, oh, she's the bitch who's a floozy with a dog, Mm -hmm. and she likes sex. Yeah, she's dead already. Yeah. Oh, trigger warning. Also, if you haven't seen it, the dog dies. Yeah, the dog does die. But it's really funny. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Okay, so at this point, we are introduced to Miss Gregerson, who is played by Phyllis Katz. And she is the neighbor, so she lives in the cottage next door. And she wanders over, and she's like, oh, hi, girls. You know, she's the kind of kindly, slightly older grandmother-type character. (laughs) And this is when Zoe delivers some exposition. She's very frank that Jen's boyfriend has cheated on her, and that's why they're at the cottage this weekend. At which point then, Miss Gregerson confides to Mary... Trace, do you want to deliver this line? Oh, I will deliver this. Yeah. So Mary, Zoe's saying all this fucking shit just to be a, whole, a
1: big bitch and basically saying a bunch of fuck words just to kind of like, like, kind of like shock Mrs. Gregerson. And yes. Mary's like, "I'm so sorry," and she goes, "Oh, don't worry. My daughter's a total fucking bitch too. A real whore." <laughs> a real whore sometimes she brings home people i don't even know what sex they are and i don't mean that in a bad way i'm a very liberal woman but my daughter's a real piece of work and not that attractive (laughs) yeah that's the the selling feature right at the end and not that attractive (laughs) i
0: think when Uh... i first
1: saw this movie that this part was when i was like oh yeah i'm i'm into this movie you have me
0: yeah, it's a little bit rocky up until this point, and then we're pretty good. So uh, so Miss Gregerson invites them over to for breakfast the next day, and then they go inside the cottage and discover it's quite small. There's only one bathroom. Zoe's dog immediately pees on the floor. D- don't you
1: love that shot where it's like, why are we seeing this? D- it plays no purpose, but yeah. we're adding to that
0: 77-minute runtime. Mm-hmm. Pad that runtime, baby. Pad it all the way to the theater. So Jen immediately escapes to the bathroom so that she can check on messages from Sam, except that she discovers there is no service. (sighs) It's not really that funny, but the actresses sell this joke, which lasts a pretty long time Mm -hmm. fairly well. Yeah, because Jen freaks out and then Zoe immediately comes out and she also freaks out. At which point Mary reassures them, you know what, don't worry, you're you're not going to miss your phones. Let's just go to the lake. Let's get changed. So they do. So they cha- they get changed. They head out to the lake. Zoe immediately doffs her top. Yes. And they swim out to a raft, which she doesn't understand what it even is. She thinks it's wood in the water. <laughs> this is the grossest pond lake thing I've ever seen in my life. Ew. Yeah, when <laughs> they were like, should we get in this water later on in the film? I thought to myself, you shouldn't have gotten in the water at all.
1: Yeah. How do we feel about these titties? I mean, not, not like, not like their quality, but like just, oh, we're getting tits in this
0: movie. Yeah, it was very 80s all of a sudden, like, okay, the slutty girl's gonna take off her top now. Remarking about the quality, I will say that at this exact moment, Brian turned around and he said, oh, she's actually got nice boobs. She's actually, as if like, he expected her to not have nice boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, we have seen a couple of films recently where it was like, oh, okay, we're seeing boobs and not the kind that I want to see. Right.
1: And, and granted, while we get them like right up front like in the get-go, I think this is the only scene where we get boobs, I think. Uh, yeah, but it's extended, right? It is, but I, I, I don't, it's not, it's not like fucking All Cheerleaders Die where it's just camera in the boobs, you know? It's like, right. it, it, it's not foc they're not the focus of these scenes. Again, I'm diving deep into this movie, it doesn't deserve it, but fuck it.
0: <laughs> I will say, I felt like the short shorts in this film were actually more gratuitous than the boob shots here. Right. Because these girls wear super short shorts the entire time, and I couldn't, I couldn't figure out if it was to reinforce how much skin they were exposing later when we start to find out the impact mm. of a zombie versus scratch, but it also just felt very much like, you know, these are city girls, they are wearing short shorts and high heels and they are out in the country. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe, maybe. Maybe that was the intention. I don't. Know. I don't know. It was probably like, "Hey, girls, can you bring your own wardrobe because we can't afford it. <laughs> we don't have a J Lo wardrobe budget <laughs> for this." Exactly. Okay, so they swim out to the raft. They're having some conversation. Uh, of course, this is when we get the number one dead hat floats by in the background. Mm-hmm. They're drinking light beer, which felt like the least authentic part about this movie. I just could You've not imagine never these girls drinking grown up drinking in the
1: South. Beer.
0: This is true. This is true. I mean, granted, we don't know where... Do we know where they are? Oh, I think Mary... I want to say that they say Connecticut, but I could be wrong. Okay. Well, that destroys my statement but if it is the south (laughs) i mean at at certain points of both zoe and mary seem to have southern accents but i am wait terrible with
1: accents. actually yeah no they all have like zoe and
0: mary have very very thick southern accents like it is not at some points all the time (laughs) (laughs) but we can't place them so we can't say anything more about
1: it that's it i don't want to change i want to send a text
0: that's yeah exactly that's your accent (laughs) uh full-on twang yeah yeah so at this point jen spots the beaver dam that is nearby and she decides that she wants to go investigate because she thinks that beavers are super cute and now that beavers are part of our lexicon we are going to get about a million beaver jokes to follow
1: okay honestly not as many as you think b mary is also a beaver expert
0: who just well, she's got a whole book on it yeah yeah <laughs>
1: She just keeps spouting off facts about beavers, and I wrote in my notes, I love that she's just a beaver
0: expert, that's great. Well, that fits into my reading of who Mary is. Oh, absolutely. Big old lesbian. (laughs) Big old lesbian! Yeah, okay. So, uh, so they swim over there, and they are almost immediately threatened by a bear- but they are saved by Rex Lynn's Smith with a Y, as he introduces himself. And he also describes them as three little heifers. I wrote that
1: down. And then I also love the delivery of, um, oh, we're staying at my cousin's cabin. The McKellars? Yeah, you know them? Long pause. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and the girls just seem so confused. <laughs> Oh, okay. I actually think his performance might be my favorite one in the film. He's good, like,
0: throughout the entire thing. He's a very interesting character because he's repeatedly introduced as a mildly threatening... Mm -hmm. You know... Rapey,
1: almost. Yeah,
0: very rapey. So, like, at this point, they say that they were looking for beavers, and he just looks at them and says, well, hell, weren't we all? Yep. And you're just thinking, "Ew," But he's... But then he's also super conservative because he chastises them for not covering up and also having tattoos. Mm-hmm.
1: But Which yeah, sure. I mean, it's it's that char- that brilliant character development that Zombever's puts on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So real
0: multifaceted characters. They got depth, they got layers, they're like onions. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So at this point, the girls are properly weirded out by this guy. So they hightail it back to the cottage. And we get another zombiever POV shot that -hmm. watches them. So at this point, they play a game of Would You Rather and Trace, I would like you to answer the following question. Yes! Would you like to watch your mom get murdered by your dad while you watch? Or would you rather get raped by your dad while your mom watches. Okay, you're not doing the accent, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not doing the accent. <laughs> right, I, I got a
1: good one. Would you rather your mama get murdered by your daddy? Or would or would you rather get raped by your daddy while your mama had to watch? And your answer, sir? Um, I guess get raped by my dad while my mom had to watch. Oh, you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> no. so, so they make Jen answer this question, and then. Mary's like
0: then they just make fun of her.
1: It's like that's you're fucking sick. Well what would you make? I wouldn't pick either. That's fucking disgusting. (laughs) This is the moment though where you're like, okay, I see the dynamic here between them, and it's this this is when I was okay, cool. They're all friends. I get it. Mm -hmm. This is this is what we're working with here with this fucking disgusting question.
0: Yeah. They're just they're weird, they're a little bit drunk, they're just having a good time. You know, at this point, this is where we get our first very obvious cue that Mary yep. is a big old lesbian because mm-hmm. she says it. she wants to try to make out with Jen again because they apparently tried to make out once before. And that that actually is the down, not downfall, but like a, a weak
1: aspect is that they do build this up, up until one one of them dies. But mm-hmm. then, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, like, that's it. Like, we don't get any more of that.
0: Yeah, it feels like they're teasing something, but I can't tell if it's for titillation or if it's a legitimately dropped subplot. See, I I would go with
1: the latter only because there isn't enough titillation with the lesbian stuff to like to, to for me to
0: classify it as titillation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we're not in Piranha 3D, territory. right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> correct. So at this point, we get a loud knock at the door, and all the girls are scared, but Zoe is drunkenly unafraid, so she goes outside, and very quickly it is revealed that the boys have tracked them to this cottage. So we have Mary's boyfriend, Tommy, who is played by Jake Weary, Zoe's boyfriend, Buck, who is played by Peter Gilroy, and then we've got Jen's cheating ex, Sam, and they have driven the four hours out to the cottage so that they can get to the fucking.
1: So I wrote uh buck is the six inch cock guy uh whose whose penis we were seeing on the phone earlier Mm -hmm. but also buck on the surface when you meet him you're like oh i'm not gonna like you and you need to die i actually
0: found him endearing after a while where i was like i kind of like you he's an endearing asshole like he never changes it up he's always one note very much party guy let's get to the fucking right but he's never a I don't know. Like, I almost. Okay. Stop me if the sound's too terrible. Okay. Because he's not the hot one. Yeah. He's more of the schlubby kind of loser one. hmm. It goes down better because it just kind of makes him seem lovable somehow.
1: I agree. And the movie even comments on that in a bit with his sex scene with Zoe.
0: Yeah, because I mean, if we're being honest, Zoe is the quote unquote hot one of the group. So it's interesting to have her be with him, who is the schlubbiest of the three. Here's the thing for me, Mary is the hot one, but she's wearing glasses, so she's not hot. (laughs) Oh my God, I was drinking. Maybe no, but, 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 yeah, she's but that, got glasses and a ponytail tray. But that's... Well, no, because cause Jen has the
1: ponytail for most of this movie, so they're, like, splitting it <laughs> between the two of them. Zoe actually... I, I, I think Courtney Palm is attractive, but she is not the quote-unquote hot one
0: between the actresses, in my opinion. Come on. She's like the southern version of the slutty chick from Love Actually.
1: Yes! Mixed with a little bit of Kate Mccoochie. <laughs> I don't know that i knew who that is you should google that because you're gonna see it anyway but um yeah i I do love the banter though when they show up because again the the issue here is that like zoe invited the guys there and yeah that was the problem but there's this whole thing about how
0: his dick fell asleep and then she's like i gotta wake that dick up yeah come on jen let me wake the dick up (laughs) yeah so jen Decides to let the, all three of the boys stay, which I feel like she immediately regrets because then we just cut to both of the other couples having Fucking. terrible, loud, and very unconvincing looking sex. Oh, absolutely.
1: I mean, it's, <laughs> and I'm, I know you watched the bloopers of the movie, but you can see how many takes they did of these sex scenes. Yeah. And it's really funny. But yeah, there's a part where, um, where Buck is
0: like, You are way too hot for me.
1: Oh, I know, baby. I know, baby. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah like it's the kind of just pound towning that you see in really bad pornography where people are like this is gonna feel so good if i just try to fuck as hard and fast as i can like jackrabbit style and you're like (laughs) that is sex that is not pleasurable for most people i mean ladies let us know and if you yeah. had this type of sex. <laughs> How long have you stayed with your significant other if they fuck you this way? Has jackhammering doggy style been a satisfying
1: experience for you? Please Jesus let us know. Jesus Christ. I mean, so that's what demeaning. this is. It is, yes. But, okay, right, so then we go back to Jen, though. And this is when, this is when I was... Yeah, I, I, up until this point, I was like, oh, God, Jen, you're such a sad sack. Because here's the thing. And I'm making light of the situation. But... Sam kissed another girl. He didn't fuck another girl. (laughs) Or that we know of. Yeah, but what the movie is telling us is that there is a picture of him kissing another girl, who we eventually learn is Mary. (gasps) What? I know, but that's the thing. But this moment on this couch when she slaps him twice is when I was like, okay, Mary, I'm into you. Like... (laughs) (laughs) You mean Jen. I mean, yes, sorry, Jen, I'm into you.
0: <laughs> You're like, hey, Mary, but also your name's Jen. But
1: the, I, Well, it, m- you can do your plot summary for this. Because because the movie is the thing where I'm like, oh, like, oh, that, like, it goes away. And, and then it takes a turn where I'm like, oh, like, okay, cool. Didn't expect that. Let's go.
0: Yeah, I mean, she basically wants the truth and they're having this you know, coupley heart to heart moment where he's saying, no, I'm not going to tell you. And she wants to know why you won't be honest. And yeah, it's not very interesting because we've seen it a million times before. And then he tries to make a move on her and she seems resistant. And then she goes along with it. So it's still mildly sexual assaulty. And then, yeah, she's just like, you know what? I need to do a couple of slaps in your face. And then he thinks that they're good, and then she knees him in the balls. And well, it's really it's it's just really satisfying.
1: That's the thing. So, so she slaps him twice on the couch and she he's like feel better and he's she's like getting there. And then they go upstairs and then they start making out. And that's when I was like, "Oh, that sucks." Like, yeah, like don't do this movie. But then she knees him in the balls. And it's yeah. like,
0: "Okay, you're winning me over, Jen." Yeah. And then she leaves, right? It's not like she even sticks around. She knees him in the ball. She just leaves. She goes to take a shower. And at this point, of course, because it's a movie called Zombievers, we need a fucking beaver attack.
1: <laughs> but I love it, like the reveal. So she hears the thwacking of its tail in the bathtub. And that's what leads her to open the shower curtain.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is when we get our first really good look at the zombie beaver. This thing looks like a hand puppet. <laughs> it is so unconvincing. But
1: the sounds.
0: Rah! Yeah, yeah. And it's like, if you can't stand something to be unconvincing, this may be the point where Zombievers loses you. I feel like if you're a little bit dead inside, maybe somebody hurt you as a child, if that's the case. <laughs> because really, like, the the execution of this hand puppet is clearly this labor of love wherein they said, we just need people to recognize the teeth and the tail. <laughs> <laughs> and apart from that, it can just be a furry brown hand puppet. It's so funny. Like, it's, cause it, funny. it's just
1: like, because w- w- when she opens it, it like lifts up and it's like floating almost in the air. It's like, Rar! Yeah. It, it's so charming to me. It's just like these people.
0: Yeah. God bless them. It's so low budget, very wacky, very silly. Mm-hmm. So she of course freaks out and she runs outside to tell the others and she's crying, she's very upset and Buck goes, "Jen, you are a really ugly crier."
1: I wrote that line down too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like it's the meanest thing that you could say to someone who's upset. Well, also because she's running around,
1: she's running around her bra and panties at this point too. So it's also like it's kind of exploitative, but like I never for once feel like
0: the movie is ogling her. You know? No. Although, admittedly, it's like it. There's very few instances from this point on where the men are actually unclothed, whereas we do have multiple scenes with girls running around in their bra and panty. That is correct. You're right. It doesn't. It doesn't feel. Gratuitous in the way that a lot of 80s films made it mm-hmm. yeah hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price.
1: Go to your happy price, price, line.
0: So they go back into the bathroom. They find nothing. And Buck makes fun of her until the zombiever pops out of the cabinet. Well, there's, there's a lot of two of the guys calling each other a pussy. You're a
1: little bitch. Like mm-hmm. This is that kind of hostile humor. It works for me here, whereas it didn't work for me as much in Hostel.
0: Yeah, I think if only because this is so obviously a film that is not taking itself seriously, whereas the yeah. hostel is presenting it very straight faced. This is just what men do. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, then of course yeah, we get it pops out of the cabinet. Rawr! And of course, Buck is also undercut at this moment because he's got a high pitched girly shriek when he screams in fear. Mm-hmm. And Tommy then beats the on beaver to death with a baseball bat. And then they bag the corpse and they toss it out onto the porch. And that's it. (laughs) That is that. Mm -hmm. They have handled this problem. We are good for the rest of the night. So, of course, Jen is unconvinced. She wants to leave, and everybody is like, Jen, settle down. You're fine. So they head back inside. Buck proposes a safety orgy to keep them all safe. Okay. Close proximity. Yeah. I mean, I assume you've had a safety orgy, right? I've had an orgy, not a safety orgy. <laughs> well, it kept you safe, right? It, you know what? I did feel safe. I did go. feel safe. Okay, good. <laughs> so uh, we see the bagged zombie beaver out on the porch beginning to move again, suggesting that even if you, you know, bag and tag these fuckers, they're still going to come back to life. Which zombies? Zombie beavers. Yeah. Zombie beavers. So. The next morning, Smith, with a Y, discovers an empty trap, and the campers discover that the corpse on their porch is missing. The boys explain that something in the wild probably just carted it away, which kind of makes sense. I mean, we did get a shot of a bear earlier, and if you just leave things out, Man, it... it is Chekhov's bear, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> and I was here for it. I was, too. <laughs> So Jen is still protesting and nobody gives it the time of day. They have no apprehension at all about getting into the water. So at this point, they're like, you know what, Jen, you stop being a pussy. And she, this is, this was the one meta comment that I really, really liked in the movie is when Jen says, can we please stop with the beaver jokes? Oh, I. I don't even remember that.
1: <laughs> no, because there's a line where Buck's like, I've never even seen a beaver. And then Zoe's like, well, maybe she's going down on me once in a while. Like yeah. that I get. Um, <laughs> Chekhov's lingus. Oh, my God. I know. And then this is when we find out again. I don't it works for me. What? I don't know if it works for everyone else. But like this is when the drama comes in. Where it's like, oh, we've learned now that Mary is the one that was kissing Sam.
0: Mm-hmm. It's framed a little bit oddly. So Jen is still on the shore and everybody else is in the water or on the raft. So it's Mary and Sam who are on the raft and they have this elongated conversation about how he wishes that she would come clean so that it's not just him being the bad guy. And she's yeah. like, I'll do it in my own time or maybe never. You're I will admit, guy. though,
1: is fair for him to say that's kind of fucked up on Mary's part.
0: Oh, yeah. And it's it's obvious that Mary has, you know, baggage that she's dealing with about how she doesn't want to lose Jen as right. a friend. Because she's all lesbian. She's, she's a whole lesbian. Yeah. I mean, she obviously kissed him because she was trying to get closer to Jen and break them up. But none of that is said. So, but they're having this conversation and literally the other people are two feet away in the water. Yeah. It makes sense later because you find out that everybody except Tommy actually already knew about this. Yeah. But at the time, it felt like a bad framing job where I was like, shouldn't they be further away from the raft?
1: It it also seems like a way for the movie to go out of its way to make Sam seem like a douchebag because there's a part where Mary's like, oh, but she'll hate me if I tell her. And he's like, maybe tell that to my finger. And it's like, you're a
0: shithead. Like he is the most despicable character in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah he's presented as the ultimate bad guy of this group. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting, considering what happens. Oh yeah, absolutely. So the others go Jen to come into the water, and we get an underwater POV shot that suggests that something is approaching her. And at the same time, Buck is then pulled underwater, and he resurfaces, carrying his own severed foot. I liked this. I liked this. Blood flowing all around. There's a big pool of blood.
1: It's really cool looking. And you get the Jaws trick. Because it does the, the camera does the zoomy thing where it's like zooming in on Mary's face, but like the background's kind of getting further away as it does it. It's the mm-hmm. exact same thing in Jaws whenever um, Alex Kendrick gets ki- eaten and it zooms in on Brody's face.
0: Oh yeah, I was uh, I was also thinking it's very. It reminded me a little bit of the raft, the short from Creature Show. Show. Too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just because they end up getting trapped on this raft. We have to think about, like, who how <laughs> oh, do we get away from it? That's a very valid comparison. Totally. Valid. <laughs> so Jen hightails it back to the cottage. The rest of them are on this raft, and uh, they try to tie up Buck's stump. And we also see that Tommy has been scratched, and both of these will be important later on.
1: I also love the, for
0: the tourniquet. Zoe tries to take off her bra, her top. Mm-hmm. And Tommy's like, no, it's too thin. Okay, so Jen has hightailed it back to the cabin, but we discover that the landline has hilariously been slashed. <laughs> I have this is so notes, ridiculous.
1: All caps, the beavers cut the phone line.
0: Yeah, and like you, you literally cut to an outside shot of, you know, the, the classic here's the phone line, <laughs> and you just see these really super fake-looking scratches <laughs> where the cable's been cut. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So there's multiple zombievers who are circling and attacking the raft. They're poking up through the boards, and Jen is actually being attacked in the kitchen by the half severed creature from the night before. So it is like fully coming apart in the middle from where Tommy hit it with the bat.
1: Really good effect, by the way. Like I think this entire sequence, like with this beaver puppet thing, mm-hmm. is really cool looking. It's gnarly as hell.
0: Yeah, like it. It's still not convincing at all no. as a beaver, but. In terms of the gooey, stretchy tendrils that connect the two bodies, it's it's a and it's still going raw, raw, yes. the whole time. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. <laughs> uh, so at this point, Sam uses Zoe's dog as a diversion to lure the zombie away. So he tosses the dog in the water, and the dog begins to swim for shore. And then you see all the zombie going after it. And it would be sad that the dog is then killed, except that it just looks. So silly. It looks the very silly. are so bad.
1: <laughs> and, and the movie does a service, but in the bloopers later, it shows the dog swimming with the beaver puppets, and it's not afraid. And you hear someone in the background go, the dog's supposed to be afraid of the beavers. Yeah. I think at one point, it even, like, swims over one of the yeah, beavers. Yeah, it does. <laughs> It's very funny. I mean, it sucks. Like, I mean, like, these beavers just, like, pull this dog underwater. But yeah, it's, it's definitely played for laughs, and it is very funny.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And it's not like they linger, like if you don't see a body, you don't see no, blood or anything no, like that. No, no. So it's just And honestly, I'm a little surprised we don't get a Zom Jack Russell Terrier later.
0: True. I wonder if working with the dog was a little bit harder than they expected. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Highly possible. Yeah. So they use the dog as the distraction, and they make it back to shore. Meanwhile, Jen is stabbing the zombiever with a plethora of knives that she has in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. The others join her inside. She has basically stabbed the zombiever in the head and pinned it to the table, and it's still moving. So Sam stabs it in the head with a second knife, and that (laughs) seems to kill it. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So at this point then we get a brief cooldown period. Zoe is more upset about her dead dog than her dying boyfriend. <laughs> Which is very understandable. I was gonna say, as a dog owner, I feel like you probably connected more to this. I was <laughs> like, uh, oh, your, your boyfriend is about to there's, die at the oh, couch. God, there's there. another
1: movie where this happens too where someone like throws the dog up and I'm like, oh, like that person needs to die. So Sam is sealed as like the villain
0: of this movie. Yeah, he gotta pay. So in her grief, this is when Zoe outs Mary and Sam's affair to everybody, but yes. most specifically to Which, Jen and Tommy who did
1: It's funny cuz it's like oh it makes sense because this douchebag just killed her dog and it's like oh it's not just like oh, she's being a bitch, like there's emotional reasoning for this to happen. Mhm.
0: It's payback. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so obviously She's expecting something. It's- Tommy is actually the one who is more upset that he didn't know.
1: Which I liked, but they don't pay off on it.
0: Yeah, it doesn't really go anywhere beyond this. And Jen is surprisingly okay with it because she realizes that they got bigger fish to fry. And by fish, I mean an army of zombie beavers who have begun to gather outside the house.
1: Um, also, there's this really funny like, <laughs> Maybe it's not that funny, but I thought it was. When when the beaver in the kitchen's not dead yet, and they're like, is it on steroids? And so he goes- Mary, does it look like a baseball player? <laughs> oh, <God.
0: laughs> it's an easy joke, but it's a good one.
1: It's so funny.
0: <laughs> so Sam takes the head off of that beaver from the kitchen and mm. tosses it outside because reasons? He Man, apparently it's... seems to think that that's going to be like threatening to this group of beavers outside. All the, all the while, the, the, the tail of the zombie beaver keeps like thwacking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like, yeah, like these things cannot be killed. No, not at all. So at this point, Tommy is so upset that he more or less hatches an escape plan to get away from his girlfriend, so he decides that he and Buck are going to take the car, and they're going to go for help, and Zoe decides that she wants to come with them. So they make a break for the car, they get there, and the remaining trio begin to board up the house. And meanwhile, at the next-door neighbors, because the Gregorsons are still part of this movie... (laughs) We are introduced to Mr. Gregerson, who's played by Brent Briscoe, sure. and he explains away the screams that they have been hearing as, oh, it's just those kids scissoring each other to Lady Gaga. <laughs> if that
1: <laughs> if that line does not make this movie worth a watch for you, I don't even
0: know what to say to you. It, is, it kills me every time. And it is delivered so straight face, Like, <laughs> yeah, that's just what kids do. They scissor each other to Lady Gaga all the time.
1: It's so juvenile. I, again, I, hearing you say it, I'm like, why do I find that funny? But fuck, man. I'm 31 today. Tomorrow. It's gonna be good. You know what? Lean into
0: this <laughs> child, this childish inhibition. But then we... All right, so we get, like, these Chekhov shots... Mm-hmm. yeah I mean. so he's he's petting the dog next to him as he says this without looking so you see him petting the dog and then it kind of cuts away and then when it goes back you see that he's now petting a beaver who has replaced the dog mysteriously <laughs> <laughs> the dog is just gone it's yeah like <laughs> i don't think we ever see that dog again do we, we do not see that
1: clearly they could not afford zomba dogs yeah, or, or dog trainers of any kind. <laughs> not, not at all. Not
0: at all. Although, not a lot cre- 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 of animal work in this. The
1: credits do say that no animals were harmed, except they did give the bear a purple nurple. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm not even kidding, but it said the bear had it coming.
0: All right, then. Okay. <laughs> Wacky credits. Good to yep. know. Alright, so at this point we cut back to Tommy and Zoe and they discover that the road has been blocked by a felled tree which of course makes sense when you think about the fact that we are dealing with Beavers! (gasps) Beavers. (laughs) So they go out for a quick search to see if they can discover something to help them they find a nearby truck that has an axe and a bunch of guns in the back and Tommy Tommy is the stupidest character in this movie he decides that he's gonna try to go on foot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I will.
1: So his, his because his death is off, off camera, because they obviously couldn't afford dummy work to, like, show this tree crush him. Yeah. I lament that he gets killed off screen and so quickly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not particularly satisfying. So she gets back into the car, and then she hears something, and she goes back out to investigate. And we just see a shot of him underneath a tree, and he's dead. Yep. And that's it. That's, that's all we it. get.
1: We we see him once more in the last scene of the film and that's it. Yeah, yeah, it didn't really
0: work for me, but that's no, okay. I don't know.
1: It's it it is what it is. But
0: it's kind of made up for it in the very next shot because then the camera cuts and we go to like a medium long shot and we just see a jumping zombiever flying straight <laughs> at Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: um i have
0: before she could, oh sorry go ahead
1: i know i have a beaver in all caps jumps
0: up clearly on a string yeah and gets blown away yeah so she has been rescued by smith with a y so he takes the opportunity to remind her that she was meant to cover up as he rescues her and Buck, and they begin driving back to the cottage yes and then we
1: come back to the cottage okay so this is a physical comedy thing that i didn't think like on, on paper doesn't sound that funny but looking at it it is as they're stabbing the heads of these zombievers mm-hmm. with these knives but they're just like it's like quick jabs a lot and they're just like kind of like poking at its head with these knives yeah i could not stop laughing during this
0: oh like they might as well have subbed out the knives for pencils yes 'Cause that's that's the extent of the damage and the jabby motions that they're making. But also it's important to address it's only it's only Mary who's doing this. Like yeah. because meanwhile Sam is trying to board things up. So she's stabbing the zombiever and he hits his finger with the hammer. <laughs> so she's like she comes over and she's like out of breath, she's freaking out, she's got blood all over this knife, and he's like, ow, my finger, and he's, like, sucking on it. <laughs> Sam is still the worst.
1: He is the worst, but man, if this movie hasn't doesn't have a good death saved up for him.
0: Yeah, it's true. I don't know that I want to say anything more aside from the fact that there's just like a really pointless and terrible conversation about beaver fever as they're driving back to the cottage. It's apparently a true thing. uh, It is a true thing. Yeah. Caused by the Giardia, Giardia parasite. Yeah, so basically what you need to know is that beavers be shitting into the water and then if you drink that water, you get beaver fever. It can make you very sick and also hallucinate. So if you're ever, you know, out in the wild, you can't just randomly drink from a body of water. You need iodine pills. Which,
1: I'm happy this movie didn't go the route, though, where it's like, oh, they did that and they're just, like, hallucinating the whole movie. Um, Mm. I do like the shot, though, when they look out into the woods and you just see all the eyes, like the glowing Mm -hmm. eyes of the beavers Mm -hmm. just in the darkness. Again... It's a I think it's a clever shot that is above what this movie needs.
0: Yeah. And it reinforces too that this is not a beaver that they're dealing with, like the threat is virtually insurmountable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh back inside, the the trio who has been left at the cottage can't take the boards off when they get back in the car. So they end up having to run to the next door neighbor. So Smith and Zoe half drag Buck to the Gregorsons. And we've got Mary and Jen and Sam who stay behind in the cottage. That's still boarded up sort of.
1: And we get the immaculate line. Beavers like to chew on shit.
0: (laughs) Yes. And Smith with a Y also says that he's, He's very done with these filthy hairy beavers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are a lot of beaver jokes.
0: <laughs> oh, dear. There's so many. So inside the Gregorsons, they find the dead bodies of both of them. Again, we get off-camera deaths for both of these old people. But you know what? I'm kind of fine with that. It's
1: fine, but the uh, it's made up for when he walks, when Smith walks into the bedroom. Yeah. And he's just like, he sees her corpse and he goes, Okay. And just shuts the normal (laughs) ones out
0: Yeah (laughs) And then doesn't really address it with Zoe But again, that's fine (laughs) So uh, let's go back to the main cottage So Mary is Basically they boarded it all up And they feel like, okay, they're now safe They don't seem to care about their friends Whether or not they made it But uh, So Mary passes the time reading out facts about beavers So in case you wanted to know Beavers are vegetarian And they are monogamous (laughs) Unlike some of us Unlike some of us, yeah. Uh, they also play practical jokes, and they dig tunnels. Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. ding. Almost all of these things will pay off later, except for the vegetarianism. <laughs> Which, wouldn't it have been nice to see, like, the with one of them just eating a carrot? That would have been very funny, yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay, so... Mary is basically trying to make things right with Jen. Sam is being his usual terrible self, though I will admit that I did get a line when he says that uh, they can talk about why they're both attracted to him later. Yeah. It's such a dick line that it kind of lands with a thud because neither of the two girls react to it. Mm-hmm. But the way that he says it, where you're just like, wow, he is such an asshole. But that's also kind of funny.
1: I You know, it it is, it's, I mean, this is the point, like, in in a horror movie where it's, okay, we're, they're trying to merge the personal drama with the actual, like, stakes of what's happening with the zombievers, or in Mm -hmm. another movie, you know, this relationship drama with the serial killer coming after you, and it's just like, okay, like, I guess we're gonna do this for now, but it's still kind of funny to watch, because he's such a fucking asshole.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, in any other circumstance, these people would be legitimately scared, but they would also be trying to hash it out because they're, you know, maybe on the verge of dying. and. Right. He- Sam never seems to, he never gets to the point where he actually is worried that he might not survive this encounter. And so it's kind of amusing that he's such an asshole all the way through, but it also makes his and that much more satisfying. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. But before we get to that, we need to go back to the Gregorsons, because we're, we're intercutting between the two houses. So Smith, with a Y, is just eating a piece of chicken. And yep. he, he, he's just so straightforward when it comes to all of these interactions. So he refuses to placate Zoe with any kind of good news because she's got Buck's foot in a plastic bag. She's putting ice on it, hoping to oh, reattach it at the funny. hospital, <laughs> and and he's basically just like no this is not gonna happen you know we well, need to get to the hospital in the he's next like, no, hour. He, he, he's That's like you can't put it happen. directly
1: on the ice it's gonna kill the tissue because he's apparently a
0: smart person <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's a bit of an asshole and he's obviously very conservative but he apparently also knows a lot yeah so basically it's just to confirm that yeah they're gonna have to stay the night in there they're not going anywhere and buck is probably gonna die so then we go back this is the weirdest sequence in the film to me uh, so is this the were beaver sequence yes it's where we start to find out what happens if you are scratched or bit yeah. by a zombie so shittily enough this is in a trailer for this movie and it, oh it's, no it's, because it was so surprising to me yes okay I, okay good
1: i'm glad that you did not know this was coming because it is so funny it's so weird and it makes no sense but it's also in
0: your final girl getting killed basically mm-hmm yeah so mary has retired to the bedroom she's taking a nap and you see jen comes in and it looks like she's about to make out with mary and i totally thought that this was a dream sequence nope. no so i not. thought that this was mary's dream about like this is it the moment that jen finally comes in she crawls on top of me she opens her mouth and then her face turns into a fucking zombie and she starts drooling <laughs> onto my face. So, but hey,
1: here's the thing though. Even with this reveal, any lesser movie would have made this a dream sequence. This would not be a real thing that happens in a movie. But mm-hmm. this movie is like, no, we're fucking doing this. We're killing our final girl. We're making a wear zombiever mm-hmm. And that's it. But we have the line. So she comes in and Mary's like, oh... You never cared that Sam cheated, did you? You only cared that it was me. Jen, I love you really, but I I, I just don't think of you this way. Boom. Lesbians. Methinks the lady doth protest too much. But then, of course, we don't know, because, yeah, then we have a werebeaver, and mm-hmm. it...
0: Okay, I have to know what you thought of this when this happened. Oh, it was amazing. Okay. I mean, I was actually... I was disappointed because I immediately thought, oh no, this is a dream sequence. They're going to walk it back. She's <laughs> just going to wake up. And then she doesn't. And I fucking loved it. And y- your comparison to black sheep makes
1: sense because uh-huh. who have never seen black sheep. There is definitely a where sheep in yeah, that man. movie. And uh, yes, this movie clearly takes, uh, it has to have been influenced by that.
0: But yeah, uh, this is, I mean, yeah, like it's again, we're, we're, tackling fairly common tropes that involve you know situations where there's a mutation and if somebody gets scratched or bitten they're going to start to turn like this is i mean really we're playing with the tropes of zombie films it's just that you wouldn't expect it to happen to this character Mm -hmm. and you definitely wouldn't expect it to happen this early in the film like typically if you're going to kill your final character you're going to wait until the very last like the climax right
1: well or or when more others are are dead because at this point, Mary and Sam.
0: Tommy's the only one who's dead at this point.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. So your final girl is the second of five people killed in this movie.
0: Yeah. So, uh, at this point we again begin intercutting back and forth between the two cottages. So we actually see that Buck is also transforming and he attacks Smith with a Y. He bites his neck you know he's this is pretty somehow kind of hanging upside down and yeah. like notching on his neck. It's really good. But yeah, I, I wasn't clear about how this was working. But yeah, but then
1: like Zoe accidentally shoots Smith in the face.
0: Yeah, so she accidentally kills him, and then she she doesn't really manage to do anything more. She just kind of freaks out. So she runs upstairs.
1: Wait, 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 no. <laughs> Before she runs upstairs, she opens the front door, at which point there is a zombie beaver, mm-hmm. and it slaps her foot with its tail. Yes. Which, which trips her somehow,
0: <laughs> and she collapses. Yeah. I mean, I do love that they get in a bunch of different types of beavery tropes as well. It's not just the teeth. It's not just the wood. It's also no. the tail. But like,
1: again, okay, this bitch is standing there and it slaps her feet with its tail and it trips her, it like knocks her over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's when she runs upstairs.
0: Yeah. So then she runs upstairs. She realizes that Miss Gregerson is also going to transform. So she attempts to... Shoot her, but she realizes that she's run out of bullets, so she has to launch herself out of the second story window and onto the grass below.
1: So beautiful. It actually looks good, too. She launches herself out this window, and it looks phenomenal. It's so funny.
0: Yeah uh so we cut back to the main cottage my favorite shot of the entire film so mary has managed to escape from jen she has shut the door she and sam are on one side jen is on the other jen is bouncing up and down on her giant zombie tail it's amazing it looks like one of those old timey, I don't know if you would remember this, it might have been a little bit too early mm-hmm. for you, but there was like a pogo ball kind of thing where it was like a giant inflatable ball and you would sit on a circular disc and it had handles and you would just bounce up and down on this thing. I mean, I know what a pogo stick is. It's kind of like that only minus the stick, like you sit on it instead. Huh. Okay. They were popular for a hot minute, but it's, yeah, I highly encourage people if you miss this, it's quite brief, but she has a giant fucking tail and she is just bouncing up and down on it on the other side of the door. It's amazing.
1: Well, I have like 24 hours left on my rental so I can I can watch it again.
0: You should definitely watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she is there, but we've also got zumbeevers who are literally breaking through the floorboards and we get a whack-a-mole sequence where they are just popping up and Sam and Mary have to whack them back down. Also amazing. Eventually, they end up having to lock themselves into the bathroom, and Mary starts to freak out. She wants to make sure that Sam doesn't have any cuts or scratches on him, so she makes him take off his shirt, and then she makes him take off his pants, and then she makes him take off his underwear, which we don't see. And it's not bad, you know? I'll no, admit, I, it's I, dude, he is a hot little douchebag. <laughs> so he demands that she reciprocates, and before you know it, they're making out. Of course we can't have a full-fledged sex scene in the middle of this climatic moment. Can so. we
1: not? I think we could, but...
0: <laughs> you know what? They, they get some hot and heavy sync action, and then a zombie beaver rams itself into a power outlet, lights itself on fire, and then sets um, the curtains on fire. <laughs> this... This shot... <laughs> It like, so it catches on CGI
1: fire immediately upon, like, licking the outlet. Yes. And then it just, like, shuffles its way over to a curtain, and then mm-hmm. the whole fa- a cabin's up in flames.
0: Yeah, and this is obviously a puppet on wheels. Yes. That they are just kind of slowly either pushing from underneath the floorboards or dragging with a string or something. <laughs> uh,
1: it's so good!
0: It's so good, but now for the best. So... Uh, so the entire cottage is now lit on fire. We are still in the bathroom with Mary and Sam. And all of a sudden, up through the floorboards bursts Jen. <laughs> and she just literally bites off Sam's penis.
1: And there is so much,
0: like, tendons. So many and tendons. Blood, and just, yeah. I mean... And, like, it, it doesn't really <laughs> linger on it, like you very clearly know what's happened. Yeah. You get enough to see that he is in absolute agony. He begins to fall over and then Mary just runs out of there. And you know that that's the end of Sam, but it's so satisfying. (laughs) It is.
1: I mean, it is up there with that hostile to like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whatever castration thing. It's so good. And he's done after this, right? Like we don't, yeah, we don't even see him again. And how fitting. Yeah. The cheater gets his dick bitten off this disney channel show star I, i'm using the word star loosely because i don't know like i've never heard of this zeke and luther show but he was zeke i think maybe luther but <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he was one of the two
1: of them. he was That's one of think. them and i'm yeah. sure people know who he is so younger listeners um if you are familiar with hutch dano please let us know and let us know what you thought about his dick getting eaten off
0: mm-hmm. yeah did it amuse you did it excite you Did it amuse and then excite you? Let us know. Okay. So he dead. And at this point, we've got a half-clothed Mary running around this lit-up cottage. And then a truck just barrels through the front of it, and she is nearly run over. This is being driven by Zoe, who is, at this point, literally the only other person left alive in the film. Which, at the beginning of this movie... Zoe and Mary left alive at the end, like that's no, not something that absolutely you would have not thought. no, 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 wouldn't have predicted it. I would have lost a lot of money in a betting game, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Mary jumps in the truck, they peel out of there, they get shot at by Smith with a y, they end up barreling into a tree. all of the humans begin to crawl all over the truck, including the fucking bear. <laughs> <laughs> I I wrote a wear bear beaver a wear zombie bear
1: beaver a, oh where's where's zombie bearver <laughs> I, I mean,
0: know. I love that you keep trying to put where in here, despite the fact that the title of the movie tells you it's Zom.
1: Well, no, I know, but it's because you get bit by something and you, like, start, beca- oh, I guess that makes sense. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. but the, uh, this bear... 31 is going to be
0: a great year for you, babe. <laughs> this bear has a fucking beaver tail and the yes. beaver teeth. <laughs> Oh my god. I mean and of course, like we've been saying, these teeth are so fucking fake looking. Oh yeah. The tails actually kind of look okay, but you're not seeing a lot of them, but the teeth, like imagine giant zombie beaver no, teeth. Yeah, beaver teeth. <laughs> on a bear who kind of looks like he's humping the back of the truck. Yep. That 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 describes this scene. <laughs> So the girls are properly freaked out. They manage to get the truck back into drive and they peel out of there. They almost get hit by another falling tree, which is hysterical because I can't remember. I think it's Mr. Gregerson and a zombie beaver. Yes. Have been like, no,
1: they've been chewing down the tree. <laughs> Well, no, because the scene earlier when tommy gets hit by the tree it cuts to zombievers at the tree like snickering and like laughing at what they just did because again yes. one of the facts about zo- about beavers is that they're practical jokers yes
0: yeah so in this case they tried to do the same thing but they miss. the girls managed to get by with the truck before the tree falls and you just see this look of disappointment between mr gregerson <laughs> and the zombiever and it's kind of adorable <laughs> <laughs> it's so good uh yeah so the tree that was originally blocking the highway is still there so we have to get out of the truck and we have to go around we see a brief shot of tommy who is still under the tree he is not moved wait did you miss them running over jen oh yes sorry it is in my notes yes so before we see mr gregerson and the Beaver, jen shows up on the ho- on the truck roof let me try yes. that again no it's like a real penny <laughs> and scream situation yes so she's on the roof of this truck and then zoe hits the brake she falls off the hood onto the road she stands up and then zoe just runs her over and
1: then delivers the line i never liked that bitch anyway <laughs> that is some cruel shit right there i the entire rest of the movie in an entirely different
0: context. Like, what did Jen ever do to you, Zoe? I never liked that <laughs> bitch anyway. <laughs> I mean, desperate times call for desperate measures, but still, it's she was so your funny. friend. <laughs> uh God. Uh, okay, so they have to go on foot So they're walking, the dawn is breaking, and then Mary pulls her gun on Zoe because she is suddenly worried that she has scratches because, of course, Zoe is covered in blood from when she went out a second story window. Yep. So Zoe begins to plead for her life. She says, no, I haven't been cut. I, you know, I had to jump out a window. And then all of a sudden, Mary fucking turns and Zoe has to hack her to death with the axe. So this was another great reversal because you really thought that Mary was just going to be a dumb bitch and she was going to shoot Zoe for no reason, Night of the Living Dead style, and instead, Mary is the one who turns and she does. And
1: your final girl is
0: Zoe. Zoe. In this movie. The slutty bitchy one. <laughs> Which again, the minute this happened, oh, I see why Trace likes this movie. <laughs> yep.
1: No, I mean, I, I, most of the humor, there are some jokes that fall flat admittedly like any mm-hmm.
0: comedy well most of the jokes
1: in this movie like
0: fucking like kill me yeah there's a good hit miss ratio like mm-hmm. the hits are quite a bit stronger than the misses yes yeah so we're almost done so zoe limps down the road she sees a truck coming in the distance so she begins to flag it down unfortunately this is where we cut to the inside and lo and behold it's motherfucking joseph and luke the pair of idiots who got this whole thing started joseph is still on his phone and not paying attention so even though luke says you see the girl on the road and joseph's like "Uh uh-huh and luke's like okay i'm gonna trust you they do not and the final image of the film proper is just zoe on the verge of getting mowed down by this truck, which is about a half a foot away from her. <laughs>
1: and yeah, and then it just cuts to the title card, Zombievers, and then we get just the Zombievers, Zombievers. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the
0: bloopers. And the blooper reel. The bloopers are very funny. Yeah. Yeah. So this goes on for a while and I had actually turned my TV off so it was just playing on my computer that's hooked up to the TV and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden I see oh there's something else. So folks, if you did not stick around for the end of this, there is a sequel stinger and it involves <laughs> Literally, literally it, a, a stinger. A little, ba-da-ba-bing. <laughs> we see an infected bee returning to a hive of bees suggesting that the zombie beaver plague will go airborne
1: and we are going to get zom bees two (laughs) (laughs) yeah zombievers colon zombies
0: two two yeah Yeah. uh sadly that does not happen i don't think a film that only makes fifty four thousand dollars can afford a sequel
1: it's i mean and granted i feel like that'd be hard to pull off Uh, i don't need a sequel to this it's uh, y'all i know this was a fluff episode but it's my birthday and i'll fluff if i want to Kind of some fucking slack. Jesus. It's this. I'm this movie is so funny. I will show this to anyone because I'm just like, if I tell you you're going to watch a movie called Zombievers, you're going to be like, what the fuck, Trace? And then when I show it to you,
0: you're going to be like, oh, shit, this is hilarious. (laughs) And it really is. This is the kind of movie where, yeah, you either get a bunch of booze or you maybe get some weed juice, as Anthony from Gaylords would say. Yeah. You get a bunch of rowdy friends over, you stick this on as your midnight marathon movie. This movie kills with a crowd. Like, I was actually very disappointed to have watched it by myself. I had an amazing time. You would not believe the cackle that I let out when Sam got his dick bitten off by Jimmy. Oh, it's so good! Like, almost fell off the couch.
1: And the dialogue, I mean, from the moment, oh, don't worry, my daughter's a fucking bitch too, a real <laughs> whore. <laughs>
0: So, so good, yes, so good.
1: I, we needed a fun one. Um, yeah, after, absolutely. After we
0: just fucking watched Martyrs, I was say oh we God. just watched Martyrs last week. <laughs> so
1: I mean, yes. I'm, thank you all for sitting through this with me. I hope you all watched it. And if you didn't watch it, you're dead to me. Yeah, but fuck you. That's a, I, I know. Joe fucking watched this for me, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. Joe. I'm really, I'm really glad. I was really worried, and that you did enjoy it is. You know, I still want to do the show with you. I was worried. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> this, this was the litmus test. It could have been make or break. Mm-hmm. This could have been the very end. Absolutely. Well, do
1: we have anything else to add before we move into housekeeping?
0: Uh, no. I mean, I would honestly just say, yeah, if the title scared people away, I really hope that they did give it a chance. But I would also like to hear from people. So if you did watch this movie, whether you watch it for the first time or this is your fifth or 50th, I would like to know what you think is the funniest moment from this film. Ooh, yeah!
1: And actually, if you don't like it, what like is it just that you think it's trying too hard? Mm-hmm. Or I mean, I, I, I'm legitimately curious because I watch this movie and I just think this is just a fucking blast for me. This is a drunk movie. This is, as Joe said, a weed juice movie. <laughs> it's it's just delightful and. Yes. it's a movie that's made for me, which is why I give it five stars, because obviously I know this is not a five
0: star movie. I'm not fucking stupid, but (laughs) it's just so perfect (laughs) at what it's trying to do. Yeah. And honestly, the, the number of films that set out to do something like this Mm -hmm. and just fail spectacularly because they're too on the nose. They're too desperate. They're too inside baseball. Like this film is so clever at what it is trying to do despite the fact that it is not trying to be more ambitious than just I mean, a really shitty B movie.
1: You can see sci-fi doing a movie called Zombieverse oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. it's not going to A, you're going to have really shitty CGI Zombievers, mm. but like it's also going to be real bad dialogue. And this yeah. dialogue again, your mileage may vary, works for me, but mm-hmm. like 90% of the time.
0: Well, and I think this is also playing to your cast strength. The fact that these people clearly know each other, get along well, I think they probably fine-tune the dialogue so that it sounds better coming out of their mouths. Right. Like I could see a sci-fi version of this with I mean, God bless her, but can you imagine Tara Reed in the Zoe role or something like that? It would be it would be bad, right? Well,
1: because Tara Reed would look like she didn't want to be there. These actors all look like they're enjoying themselves, which is oh, a yeah. big
0: part of it. Yeah, people are not here for the paycheck they're here because this is clearly a silly labor of love yeah exactly and 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 that's all it needs to be it doesn't need to be anything more well it it needed to confirm to me that mary's a big old fucking dyke yes because she was she wanted jen's beaver let us know is mary a
1: lesbian is jen a lesbian are they beaver buddies in heaven I don't know. <laughs> beaver Buddies. Um, oh, 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 oh. Subtitle oh. of this episode. Send us your worst or funniest beaver puns.
0: <gasps>
1: yes. Give yeah. us beaver puns. Yeah. Maybe there'll be a Patreon thing. We can like, list them off on Patreon. That's a mini-sode. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> all right. Um, okay. Well, so, had worth it to me. Thank you all very much for indulging me. Um. Before we announce what we're covering next week, Um. just some general housekeeping. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit our Horror Queers Facebook page or join our exclusive Horror Queers Facebook group. Tweet the show at Horror Queers or email us at horrorqueers at gmail.com. If you have two seconds, please head over to iTunes and leave us a rating or a review. It is my fucking birthday. And I would mm-hmm. love... And none
0: of you bitches came through for me on mine.
1: You didn't really ask for it that well. But I'm telling you right now, I would love more than anything, a review on on Apple Podcasts of our show that's positive, preferably five stars, <laughs> for my 31st birthday. I would love that. And if you don't do it, I'll still love you. Maybe. But I would really, really, really like it if you would. So please indulge me in that too. You have to watch us on Beavers and you have to leave us a five-star
0: review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, and if you don't do it, you will never get to taste Trace's Zombiever. Is that my asshole? I mean, I I was going to let you decide, but I guess you just did.
1: I obviously have not tasted it, but I would like to believe that I'm a very tasty asshole.
0: Okay, so, so if you want even <laughs> Wait,
1: if you want even more content, <laughs> please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Queries, where so you can sign up for exclusive bonus episodes covering recent horror films like Fantasy Island, which we have not seen yet, but um, I've heard not great things about, so we'll see how that goes. Um, as well as an audio commentary on Valentine, which we did for Valentine's Day, our March film will be very fun, so please go into that but um, before we even get to March, Joe,
0: what are we covering for the first? Oh well, we're going into March. What <laughs> are we covering for the first week of March? Joe? I'm very excited for this one, so this is part of my horror bucket list. I can't believe I haven't seen it. We are traveling back to the late 80s, sticking with them practical Effects Trace. Mm-hmm. We're going to watch The Blob. I love this movie. It's so fun. We will
1: have a guest, and it is a bloody disgusting regular, so y'all should be excited. But yes, Joe has never seen this, never and seen if you've it. never seen it, listener, holy shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I am going to rip apart the Scream Factory Blu-ray that we have because... There's like about a million hours of extras on that thing.
1: <laughs> I will not be doing that. I'm just going to watch it. But that's great. Well, fair
0: enough then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah, so watch the blob for next week. Uh, and on that note, we can cross out
0: zombies. Zombies. Oh, yeah. And uh, you know, cross out horrorqueers.
1: Okay, 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 I'll try it, I'll try it, I'll try it. We'll see how this goes. Zombievers! Zombievers! You hear your sweetheart scream, she tells you why you don't believe her. She saw one in the bathroom, it's no lie, it's a zombiever, contaminated by toxic goo, a random genetic mistake. They're semi-aquatic, they're hungry for you boys and girls, stay away from the lake. Zombiever. Zombievers! 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 A cheerful gang of college students think they're on vacation. Instead, they're dodging beaver chompers and facing their damnation. Don't board up the doorways and windows, my friend. It won't do any good. These furry brown bastards are fully equipped and they'll chew right through your wood. Say goodbye to your golden retriever, some beavers, some beavers. So brace yourself, you've never witnessed rodents quite like these. Oh, Jesus Christ, you can't escape. They've blocked the road with trees. Check your bodies for scratches You can't be too careful The claws are a cause for concern Yes, once you're infected It's only a matter of time Before you turn into zombievers Spoiler alert Zombievers Look out, there coming through the walls Your girlfriend's chewing off your balls Zombievers ZOMBIEVERS! ZOMBIEVERS! ZOMBIEVERS, BABY! Bloody Disgusting
0: Podcast Network, home of creepy, For disturbing and terrifying creepypastas, SCP Archives, weekly A- full cast storytelling, horror queers, genre commentary from an LGbtq perspective, and the Boo Crew, horror-centric interviews, listen free wherever you stream audio and at bloodydisgusting.com slash podcasts.